Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. The countdown to the regular season continues, as on this episode, we had reached the three-week marker. And the guys invite James and Christian onto the show to discuss NFL teams' projected over and under win totals. This is the aforementioned over-unders themed episode. So, see how things unfold by sitting back as always and enjoying the show. All right. It is a very special night, a very special episode here. Some very good stuff coming up. Uh, we're basically going to do one segment and one segment only. It's going to be great. And we got some all great NFL over-unders uh, and then some player ones at the end as well. So that's going to be fun. We're going to do – we got some special guests. James is back with us. Christian getting back in the swing with football about to return. Gentlemen, are you all prepared for this over-under draft? I just hope y'all don't take my picks. That's all I hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Thanks for having me again. Uh, I'm honestly just happy that we're even talking about football. And it is so close. What are we, two weeks away? About or is that college football? We're right here, regardless. Doesn't matter. I'm stoked. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, that Beautiful. is cool. Christian, the last time James was on, he had to uh, endure some fake Damian Lillard traits for me. So that's uh, where we were at in the sports offseason. <laughs> Well, also, I mean, James and his over-under picks, I mean, let this be a reminder that James back in probably, I think, March took the over on Colorado win total at four <laughs> or five and a half, and now it's at three and a half. Four and a half. Not one of my best picks, but I still have faith. That's crazy. Give me a ride. Yeah, Give me a like- ride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, Cole, what's uh I was about to say, I haven't much to say. I'm ready to get this thing going. I'm excited. We're talking about football as well, guys. This is gonna be awesome and everything. I've been waiting for this. Fantasy <laughs> football is right around the corner and everything. I'm just time's ticking, man. Everything's coming together. It's a beautiful moment in sports. We're almost there, like James said. Yeah, that is that is lovely. All right. My balls oh. are tickling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we – all right, so before we'll explain the draft, the snake draft, we're going to do a team over-under win totals, 20 picks. We each get five, and at the end, in five months or however long it is, we'll see who did the best. Um, do you all want me to share my screen with the over-unders or everyone just have their own? Is that – Okay. You can share the it. screen, so that way you can check us if you want and everything with oh, yeah. some live updates. But Good idea. All right, I'll just keep it kind of at the bottom. All right, so we're doing FanDuel over-under win totals. Snake draft. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to see to make some of my picks and see what over unders y'all like. We'll go every pick. You can give a brief uh, explanation um, so we get some content in as well as to why you picked that. If anyone wants to yell at you, they can. That'll also give everyone more time if someone picks the pick they were about to make. So James is a guest. We're gonna give him one one. Uh, and then Christian needed a little prep time, so he's going four. And then it'll be me second, Jalen third. James, you're on the clock, 1-1. One, one. It's your first over-under pick. 
I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me pick first here because this is something that I've been hammering home um, ever since they made their big off-season acquisition. Um, this is coming from an unbiased viewpoint um, as well. I absolutely love Jets under nine and a half wins this year for plus 100. <laughs> um, I love it more than anything. That O-line is absolute garbage, especially when you have a 39-year-old Rodgers who's throwing picks in fucking minicamp right now and these um, joint practices. Um have him under the cosh. He's one hit away from hurting the shoulder, elbow again. I don't know. He's a frail, fragile little man mentally and physically, I think. So um also is uh is Salah even a good head coach? Like what did they do last year? They did absolutely nothing and everyone's ready. I I, I think Aaron Rodgers is coaching the team, honestly. I and know. I don't know that Salah's a bad coach, but I agreed with everything. What has he done? What has he done? He's done I mean, nothing. And, and everyone's ready to give them the keys to win the division. Absolutely pound he made, sand. He made the defense better. Like, he at least knows his side of the ball. You got to give him at least that. Defense is good. Defense is good. Defense wins you championships. That's if your O-line is also good and you don't have an aging, declining quarterback on the other end of it. They Tough schedule, tough division. Um, Jets under nine and a half. I really don't have anything else to say. I will ride this all the way home. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I I, I think that's a, that's a lock for me. I'm going to drop that L word <laughs> under there. I know that's not what we like to hear in the betting community, but I love it more than anything. I mean, I bust. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell out here. Jesus Lord, dude. dude I mean, I don't, the- I don't need I to defend I- myself to you. I'm, you can, you could take over as much as you want. Go oh. right ahead. I'm just saying, I mean, I just think, like, <laughs> I'm just picturing Jalen right now, last year, in the past couple years, like, in the, literally, like, I'm hearing Jalen. Like, that, that, that's all I'm hearing. Am, am, yeah. I, am I having deja vu right now? Like, I, I just feel like this is something that's that I'm just, he's going to have to mentally block, like, oh, mm-hmm. the boogeyman is in my freaking division mm-hmm. now. Let me just completely turn heel all on him, so. Oh, he's not he's not my boogeyman i don't have a boogeyman uh, as a pats fan um you know what i mean it's aaron Rodgers. you know it's one of the best to ever do it you can make the argument the best to ever do it he's not he's had never played in my division so i don't care i don't care he's only going to be there for like one or two years i so i give less of a fuck that he's here honestly but i just don't think that since aaron Rodgers comes into town they're going to win 12 games and they're going to go to the super bowl like everyone just but relax would you, st- would you still stand on that statement that you don't care if they win the super bowl they're not going to, so I'm not. I don't have to worry. I'm, about I'm, that. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. If if they win the Super Bowl, are you still staying on the stance that you don't care? Okay, I'm going to care if they win the Super Bowl, but that's not going to happen. So I don't know why we need to have this conversation. They're not going to win ten games. <laughs> so, all right, that's one one. James, overall. I'm smiling because um, you just remind me of me when Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers. I was like, there's no way. There's no way this team. man's going to switch conferences and there's no way he's going to bring in his favorite players and bring in all this help and stuff. There's no way he's just going to win a Super Bowl and all that right off the bat. And then what did he do? He beat Drew Brees in his own division and then he beat Rodgers in his own division. In a conference, I should say. Sorry. And then he won the Super Bowl against an upcoming Mahomes. Now, I'm not saying Rodgers is going to be primed to do that, but... <laughs> I definitely would say a little. I definitely have a lot more hesitation on the Jets under nine. That was where I hesitate. If it was under ten, 
I would have slammed it. Nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That was a tough one for me to look at and bite. That's a that's a tough one. That's and I've heard that speech before. You sound like me a little bit, James. And Just the thing is, is that be careful, older, man. These older quarterbacks. I mean, four out of the, probably the last five that made a major change have won the Super Bowl. You have Peyton Manning, who went to the Broncos, won the Super Bowl. That's different. Way better Brady, roster. Went to the Bucks, Peyton Manning also had like Super. four good years on the Broncos. Way better roster. Two way better yeah. rosters than the Jets. Matthew Stafford. Way Matthew better roster. Stafford. Hey, I don't know, man. They rap, Matthew. Stafford what do you mean? What do you mean? Cup. What do you mean? Matthew what Stafford you... created Cooper Cup, man. I don't know about that. He yeah, got... come on. Who was Cooper Cup's numbers before Matthew Stafford? Relax. Who was who was, was, was he? Stafford definitely made him better. I'm not disputing that, but Cooper Cup was already a great player. Not to that level, but he was a great player. To the level, you know what he was before? He wasn't a triple crown receiver before then. Yeah, sure. that's what he was when yeah. Matthew Stafford showed up. He became a triple crown, the first one ever. It was insane. For sure, all those teams you just listed had a competent offensive line as well. I think that's just the biggest thing that's holding the Jets back. Like, they they are just horrendous. Yeah. They are horrendous in the trenches. Actually, I would argue the Bucks offensive line. They went through injury woes. Remember, they had the JMU freaking guard that freaking – Right, what was his name? Aaron Stinney? They had Aaron Stinney at starting guard for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but the other also, four linemen were great. Yeah, I'm also taking their defense over this defense now. Like, this defense that's here, it's good. It's good, but I mean, I, I, what have they done? They've done nothing yet. They've done nothing yet. I want to see it. I want to see it. And I'm taking under. Under nine and a half. I think there's just too many different moving parts for this team to get to ten wins with the schedule that they have. All right. Great uh, defense. No, I think that's – I think that's. I don't think that's as crazy as they do. I wouldn't have made it 1-1. I didn't have it on my list, I'll say, but I don't think it's crazy pick. Um, all right, I got the second pick. The pick that should have been 1-1. Um, look, I mean, I hate to go to a place of bias, but it's obviously the Steelers over 8.5. I mean, come on. And I could stand here, and I know the AFC is tough, and make an argument – I can make a thought-out argument and tell you about – how they've improved the roster, how they have a going from a rookie quarterback now into his second year in the system, and he's going to improve. How it's literally the best roster they've had in at least probably four or five years, as far as most complete. But I'll just give you a quick math and history uh, lesson here. Mike Tomlin, as long as he's been a head coach, uh, never had a losing season uh, in 16 years. There are 17 games now. And in order to not have a losing season, he's going to have to get to at least nine wins. And the last time I checked, nine is greater than eight and a half. So that's an, that's a lock. I mean, I hate to be biased, but that's a lock. All right. I agree with you. Open. I, love the, I love the pick. So I got nothing to say. I agree with you. I'm going to say it just because this pick was on my board as well. I was surprised at eight well, and a half. I but Colby, I will be. challenge you with this. I will challenge you with this. Because I know I want to I want to steal it before the Ravens fan does. Matt Canada is still calling that offense, Colby. The biggest concern. Oh yeah, that's that's really my only concern. And really that's why concern. I am on the other side. I <laughs> Matt, Matt Canada is gonna take it one last shot and fall last back. year. I mean, they won that many games last year, so. Yeah, but Steeler fans are really, they're, they're getting louder and louder as the yeah. years go on about Matt Canada. And if it gets to the point where the Steelers are out of contention, where it's really kind of like an uphill battle, don't, don't, don't hear Colby Johnson here in week 16, 15, 
kind of asking for losing for a couple losses for Matt Canada to finally get sink. So it's just, different. Well, it's different than hey, it's different than a half wins there. I like Matt Canada. I said he's my biggest concern, but there's too much around him. His quarterback's the second year. It's not going to get to that point. They're not. They're never going to be out of contention until they eventually lose in the playoffs. That's when they're going to be out of contention. So I'm not worried about it. It's okay. Everyone tells me how they have the fourth best quarterback in their division, so they have no chance. But how have uh, how exactly have Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson performed against the Steelers' defense throughout history? I mean, you can and just... you've got a full healthy watch season now. Knock on wood. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, they have they didn't have the best player for eight games, so I'm feeling good. I should say I agree with you. It was on my list. I just wanted to challenge you with that, Colby. No, I mean, it's a hard time. Fair point. I figured Christian would be in descent. I wasn't sure about James, but I knew Jalen would probably agree with me. All right, Jalen, you're on the clock. Well, since you have a favorite, because everyone seems to be going off their bias picks right off the bat. So, Colby, I'm going to be right there with you. My team was at eight and a half as well. The Vikings at eight and a half, man. I'm tired of us getting bad mouth. I'm I'm actually a little annoyed. I'm disrespected. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's just terrible. Um, Vikings over eight and a half easily for my in my eyes. I mean, come on, this is this is getting out of hand now, folks. I've seen today Dan Orlovsky had the Vikings last in the division. I was like, you, I, I, I took a picture. I'll send it in our. I'll send it to anybody that asks. I was like, you can't believe this. This is blasphemy. I was, it, it's really shooking me, man. But nah, this is. This, I'm gonna stand by my team right here over eight and a half. In the division, so I uh, completely agree with you there. I'd have got nothing to say. The that division is garbage, and the fact that you got the boogeyman out of there. Yeah, you guys won the division last year. Did you guys win it last year? Yes, thirteen yeah. wins. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of the same roster. Addison looks like an absolute baller. Like after losing Thielen, offense is still going to be clicking. I agree. I think you guys. I think it's over. I think you guys won the division. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I have no objections. That that was all my board. Thank you. We've easily been in the one one conversation too. The NFC, they're okay. they're gonna get over eight and a half wins. That is crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Makes that you is great. disrespectful, honestly. I'm not saying that you guys will like do anything in the playoffs, but I, if you know you would I think you will make it. I think you think you win the division. At least make it. That's all we that's right now. All I can ask for I'm not saying to make any playoff push at this moment. At this yeah. moment, just make it. It's Kirk's contract season. Get let's make it look like a competent season. Kirk is gonna get his bag in a contract. Yes, come on. And I mean, you play the you play the Bears and Packers twice, and also I'm not as high on the Lions as, as everyone else is. So, oh, we'll get uh, to everybody in the North. Don't worry, we'll get to them bastards. Christian, are you gonna rain on Jalen's parade like you did mine, or do you agree with us? No, I agree. I, I think they'll get nine, ten. Oh boy, this is a great moment in Vikings history. Yeah, that was first unanimous pick of the draft, Jalen. That no one questioned. There you go. Uh, all right, Christian, you're on the clock with back-to-back picks, so you got two right here. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got two here. Um, I mean, I, I won't be going five here. I'll go a little different here to mix it up. First one, absolutely love this beating the freaking drum, and that is. The Denver Broncos under eight and a half wins. Sean Payton is the most overrated head coach in NFL history. I I, I simply don't see how they're going to fix 
this man. I did you guys watch the first preseason? They had the starters out till the second quarter. They couldn't score a touchdown in the preseason until the second quarter. Nothing has been fixed. This all stupid guidelines that Sean Payton's putting on. I absolutely love um sauce mocking the entire thing that Sean Payton got. No bucket hats, no shades, no uh nylon uniforms, no uh mid-game interviews. What did Sauce do? He he put on literally every single thing, had a mid-game interview. That was great. So week five. Gonna be great, great game to watch. But I, I'm just not I'm still not a believer in these Denver Broncos. James, you are closer to Denver than I am. So what are your thoughts? Um I mean, just the beat around town, you know, there's really not a lot of hype around this team. I don't know how there can be when you came off one of just the most abysmal seasons in franchise history. And it wasn't just that it was bad. It was watching them. Watching them was even worse than how bad they were. Like, I watched so many Broncos games this year, and it was the same. I I, I felt like a fever dream, and it was just so bad. It couldn't do anything on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think Russ is as bad as he gets last year. Um, cause that's, that's basement. It's, like, it, it's like, yeah, it's like, right. That's you, you can, what, you last year. Off. Yeah. Last year was the floor. Um, eight and a half, you know, nine wins is going to be tough considering the division that they play into. Um, I mean, even the Raiders who aren't great in my eyes either, like that's a toss up game between those two teams and those two teams hate each other as well. Um, so it, those are games where anything goes, the Broncos have already lost a couple skill guys this year too. Um, I think it's going to be close. I just don't see them winning nine games. What's the odds on it though? What's the what's minus one fourteen minus? I'm oh wow that. oh okay. I <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, that's definitely one to take a flyer on with the value. Eight and a half is a lot. Um, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I just think that's a little that's. It's a bit of a mountain to get over that yeah, eight thought, wins threshold. I thought that's a great pick. I yeah, I I agree. Um, and on top of everything James said, their basketball team just won the championship and has the best player in the world. So like, if they start being bad in December, people by like November, people are be like, well, the Nuggets are back. So uh, I'm sorry guy. to break your heart, Colby, but Denver is never going to be a Nuggets town. It's always going to be a Broncos town. It's a football town. That's just the way it works here. But you know it. At least they have something to fall back on when the Broncos have won like three games halfway through December. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but no, I'm not gonna say too much. I agree with pretty much everything James said. Um, the only thing I disagree with you on, Chris, I do think Sean Payton is slightly overrated. I still think he's gonna improve them, but eight and nine wins is crazy. So I thought it was a good pick. So this was also on my board as well. Damn you! First of all, <laughs> second. Down. Um, I would just like to say, did anyone else see that preseason game, dude? That was the most, if this was supposed to be the starting offense for the first quarter, they couldn't score on the Cardinals defense. Worst Come on, no, that's, that was sad. Like they kept them in for until this, like halfway through the second quarter, they had to go for it on fourth down. Again, let me repeat against the Cardinals defense in a preseason game where you're playing your starters and everything. And, Christian, you just mentioned the clowning that the Jets are doing to him right now. On top of it, I, that that preseason showing in Week One, that just the first game already gave me so much assurance to this take as well. 
I agree with you, man. It's I just the thing good. is, I just don't know. I don't really put any stock into preseason at all. You know, once I think after the first couple weeks of the season is when you actually start to see dominoes fall in place. Like it's not good. It's not good. It's not, not, a, good, it's not a good look either way. I'm not disagreeing oh. with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But also, like, just because of what I see in one preseason game, I'm not. Re- I'm not ready to just absolutely say that they're not going to be able to do anything on offense this year. Russell still, Wilson, still, still, you know, working out the kinks. That's all it is. So let's just have the eye for it in preseason. It's okay. So let's just have that eye. Russell Wilson uh, also might have, probably does have the worst contract in the history of professional sports. At this point, unless he turns it around miraculously this year, but if it keeps going the way it is, it ha- that thing hasn't even kicked in yet. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't really think of any other contract right now. Oh, well, maybe the Jalen Brown one if it, if he doesn't learn how to dribble, oh, but that's maybe. ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing in the NBA, like even the, the NBA, you can like, I mean, you get bad contracts all the time. You can still f- find a way to trade them always. There's no such thing as a contract that can't be traded in basketball. Yeah, it's exactly the same hard. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> but that's a little different. It's not because of the contract. It's because it's hard. Okay, you're on the clock again. All right, with the 2-1. This one, I have a feeling it's going to cause a little controversy. But this one, I've also been beating the freaking drum. And I'm solely just relying on this. On the Madden curse, Buffalo Bills under 10 and a half wins. I I am a big component of the their dues list of, you know, touchdowns and all this. The Madden curse is the most do god dang thing in the world right now. It is, it's going to hit Josh Allen like a train. I just have a feeling I don't wish injury on him, but I have, I have a feeling something might happen. I know Jalen has been on this take with myself here. <laughs> so Buffalo Bills under 10 and a half. I just think things have gone good way too long. And they've really plateaued. They haven't done anything to really improve what they've done. They're just a little they're a little they're, they're just a little plain. I don't, don't I just don't see and then them complaining about the wide receiver core. You have Stephon Diggs and Gabe <laughs> Davis. Am I missing something? Like, what? Why do I see Buffalo Bill fans complain about wide receivers? And then you draft Dalton Kincaid. You also have um, whoever the other tight end is. Uh, what's it, don't remember his name? Dawson Knox. Knox. What, what? What? What's all this talk about? Josh Allen doesn't have targets. I'm just confused. And then all this talk about James Cook. I'm sorry, but James Cook. He, he he's going to split carries with Damian Harris. There's just. It's the, James Cook is not going to be this lead back, especially because fantasy is projecting James Cook to take that next step. And from what I've seen, I'm not a big component. Believe it or not, so yeah, I'm all over this. Bills under ten and a half. Um. Okay. Uh, I know. I you... play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Uh, here, sorry, Colby, I interrupted you. But... No, go for it. Well, I, someone who. It's kind of been the whipping boys of the Bills the last couple of years. I, I still think they get over 10 and a half. I think they're the third best team in the conference still. Um, I think in terms of when they're complaining about a wide receiver, you know, Diggs is your safety blanket, right? He's the guy that you're going to dump it down to going across the middle of the field. While Davis is more of that long ball threat, you know, but he's not, it's not like he's making, 
eight to 10 catches every game. You know, he's getting like three or four. So I think they're just looking for someone kind of in the middle there who can be another outlet for them. That's not going to be all over them, but also isn't going to be up there getting those 50, 50 balls the whole time. when they throw the ball down the field. Um, I think Damian Harris for, especially the contract that he's on is a massive pickup for them, especially splitting time with cook. I think they might actually have a running game this year, which they haven't had. That defense isn't as good as it was last year, I think, but I still think it's solid enough to where it gets them over the line. Um, I'm, I'm, I think they're going to win our division. I would take them over 10 and a half. I just still think there's too much talent on that team to where, you know, we're going to be talking about them, that they're going to be contenders. That was, that was very good. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Jay. I fall somewhere in the middle. Uh, the Bills 10 and a half was a stay away for me. I don't feel great either way. Um, I don't, I think Christian and I know Jalen has also been a little down on the Bills. I agree with that somewhat, but also they still have, I think, by far the best quarterback in their division, which counts for something. And no disrespect to your boy Mac or uh, what's left of Aaron Rodgers. But Willie Cunningham. <laughs> um, and Tua, you know, we all know the thing with Tua. That's and that's the other thing. Like, yes, do the Bills have legitimate questions? Yes, but so does all the other teams in the AFC East. Like, and they, I still think they all could be, should be pretty good, but they all have big questions. So I still and- I think people are a little too down on Buffalo. Um, so I'd lean towards James, but the the line ten and a half is tough, man. That's like a perfect line because that's a go either way for me. And also, what's his face on the Dolphins? Um, just got out with a knee injury today too. One of their guys on the um, shoot. Let me pull up his name. Give me one minute. But Jalen, do you have anything? Yeah, um, yes, I've been I've been waiting patiently, guys, and everything. You guys have been talking very, very beautifully about the Bills and stuff. Very passionate stuff you guys have delivered. But Christian, I am supporting you, my man. You know that for a fact. When it comes to the Bills, ten and a half and under. This was a stay away for me. But I do see I am right here. I can't wait. I, get, I hope I get the opportunity to talk about an AFC East team that I want to represent up here because, um, yeah, I did, I'm right there with you, Christian. This team's plateaued. I've seen enough of these bills. Um, this defense is going to take a step down. I'm promising. I think this defense is going to take a step back this year, and we're going to see a lot of the AFC East offenses take advantage of the bills. Let's not forget the bills almost lost to Skylar Thompson. That's just my little sneak peek for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about. Yes. But, yes, this is going to be a beautiful moment in for the Bills and everything. I think under 10 and a half is a great spot. All right. Interesting. Um, Taron Armstead was the name of the guy who went down today for the Dolphins, their tackle. It so, wasn't Waddle? Fine. No, 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 no. But that's a and, pretty big piece for them. But, I mean, they haven't said, yeah. I don't think they know how severe it is, but. Yeah. And Christian Christian Wilkinson has been having not no one's been talking about it, but Christian Wilkinson has been holding out like they're one of their best D line. <laughs> so already on I'm I'm not haven't been a Dolphins guy even before all the injuries. So anyways. All right, Jalen, you're on the clock. We got six minutes in this meeting as well. Oh, beautiful. Well, on my pick here, I was gonna go with a team that I have been supporting throughout this. And for me. This kind of seemed like a no-brainer and when I wrote this down. It's going to be the Jags at nine and a half, and that's going to be over easily. I think, uh-huh. the, I don't know, especially how this last past week, I've just been seeing a little bit of Titans, just noise and everything, and it's been a little annoying. 
So for me, it's this is an easy snag for me. I'm going for the Jags over nine and a half. Um, Trevor Lawrence, year two with Doug Peterson after the start that they had to last season. It was electric. I just saw one of their yearbooks and everything, a film yearbook by them by NFL Network. Beautiful. This hype and got me ready, and it reassures my keeper pick as well for fantasy and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'll go quickly because I've, I mean, just because I'll just say you bastard. That was the pick I was about to make. I couldn't believe I was about to get them at 2-3. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree with you, so I'm not going to say too much. You know, I'm with you on the Jags. We've been beating that all the way. That division, I mean, they're going to roll through it. Hey, I'm not sipping on the Kool-Aid. I'm not saying I'm going under, but, you know, you got to do a lot. I think you got to do a lot. I think to get there, like you're going to have to see T law almost MVP type season, which he could do. Yo, I listen, I you're looking at me like that. Jaylen. You know what? There's six games. You know who they play. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But listen, but, but, but you know, the Titans are going to steal one. I, the Texans might even steal you know one. I mean, dude, it's that division, man. Dude, stuff always happens in that division. I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Richardson has a breakout game against them. Like, you never know. You never know. So I'm not saying no. I wouldn't be surprised either way. It's time for the um, MC South to have some consistency, don't you think? I'm the, I'm the same with James. Like, I, I just think the line is right there. Like, it, I think they'll add be at nine ten. So it's 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 a little too rich for me, and I, I think it's gonna be right there. All right, put it down, folks. It's gonna be eleven. That's my uh, that's gonna be my yeah, take. Eleven I, plus for the yeah, Jazz. They're, they're going to be so much better. They have literally improved their team. Their offense is going to be crazy. They have easily the best quarterback. And probably the best coach in the division. But Vrabel's a great coach. But has he beat Belichick in any Super Bowls? Not the last time I checked. But so, I'm taking Mike Vrabel over Doug Peterson I every day of the week. Oh, no, man. Peterson. I think there's only a couple of coaches that you can really pinpoint in this league as a cornerstone. I think you can throw Mike Vrabel up there. He's great. I mean, they're both in the top ten, but. Um, interesting. Okay. One year to turn around the Jags. One year. It took them one season to turn be- around the Jags. Doug Peter. Let's, 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 oh, let's put that in your perspective, no, no. folks. One season. Doug Peterson turned the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, into a playoff team. Urban Meyer was their coach yeah. before that. So, I mean, all he had to Yeah, and, he had to fix you, that, too. Good point. He had to fix no, he didn't have to do too. a lot. He didn't have to do a lot to get to turn them around. He didn't have a lot to do to turn them around, as you're saying. He had a lot of work ahead of him. Come on. Yeah. This man overcame They should have lost that wild card game. In like 12 years. But they didn't. <laughs> should have. Yeah, they did. They, they, they played the Chargers, so that was lucky for them because, you know, the Chargers charge. Mm-hmm. And they, they got hit with reality, and they faced Mahomes. But guess yeah. what? Lawrence oh, got yeah, a taste of it, and I guarantee you he's going to want more. He's going to be at that top four AFC table next year. Watch. He's going to be right back there in top four for the AFC. Get the one seed. I think the Jags are going to be better than the Bills, who we just talked about. Anyways, all right. All right, I got my second pick on the clock. Jalen just stole the pick I wanted to make, the Jags. I couldn't believe they fell that far. Um, Okay, I wanted to be positive, but I'll go with an under. I'm going to be negative. Uh, I'm going to stay right in the same division and take the Colts under six and a half. Um, look, man, Anthony Richardson, I think because of his physical traits has a chance to be a very special, very good player someday, potentially, 
it's going to be rough this year. I couldn't believe their win total was six and a half. That they were bad. They their line was like their best trait going into last year. That the one thing they had to lean on and it regressed badly. Their weapons are probably bottom five in the league. I would say pretty easily. They don't have great weapons at all. Their defense isn't even what it used to be. The AFC is brutal. And Anthony Richardson, man, he's talented, but his accuracy is gonna he's gonna struggle a lot with accuracy, dude. I mean, I just I've said a million times, I can't unsee the game against Florida State where I watch him throw like 13 straight incomplete passes. He's just, he's got all the talent in the world, but it's going to take some refining. It's going to be rough, man. Under six and a half. That that's, feels easy to me. I agree. I've got nothing to say either. Um, I do like Alex Pierce for as a sneaky pick for fantasy people listening. I think he might have a good season. Hey, uh, he, he was on my squad last year. So, yeah, I, I respect that. There you go. Um, other things, guys, let's go ahead and say for the Colts, man, it's going to be a guess what you could, Colby, what you're saying, a long season. I agree. But you got to admit, you got Jalen Hurts' offensive coordinator as the coach there. I mean, the, his past offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen. There you go. Fucking hell. That's a say that five na- name five <laughs> times fast. Um, <laughs> And he does know how to work with a mobile quarterback. That's probably the one thing that is going to be concerning about that pick is maybe he might be able to do something because this is the AFC South, like James was just fighting me on. They can steal a game, apparently. This is the AFC South. So, Colby, I mean, six? Come on, man. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I I agree with you. I do think think the Colts – I'm not trying to bash, like, picking Anthony Richardson or hiring Steichen. Like, I get that. I think long-term, those could very well have a good chance to be very smart decisions that will put them in a good place. But for this year, there's no chance in hell that they're going to win seven games. In the AFC, are you kidding me? They're going to have the worst quarterback in every single game they play. I don't know what NFC division they play, so that might not be true. But in the conference, they're probably going to have the worst quarterback. For this year, not long term, but this year it's gonna be bad. If we can yeah. be two point we'd be looking like a bunch of dummies. Jeez, I hope so. Um I think I do think though, once they get this Taylor situation figured out, I will buy into the Colts stock in a couple years' time. But Colby, I think you're right, not this year. Gardner Minshew could not allow this Colby to happen. Don't worry. Oh, well, he's gonna be sitting on the bench, so I don't know what he's gonna do about it. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Um, all right, James, you're on the clock. Yes. So um not going to lie here. When I thought we were doing this, I was um, interpreting it as like pure value, you know, like what I think could happen for the best odds. But um, so I'm going to keep going at that. I'm going to keep going that way. Uh, we had the Jets minus nine and a half at plus 100. Um, there's another team that has the exact same odds, exact same line that I'm hitting the under on. And everyone's buying their stock as well, where... I'm selling, and that is the Detroit Lions under nine and a half wins this year at plus 100. A um, couple of reasons why. First off, everyone loves the Lions. Everyone loves the Lions. What have they done? Didn't make the playoffs last year. They still have to play the Vikings, who I think are a better team in that division. Their defense blows their defense is so bad i mean you see the patriots walk up and down them last year i think we put 40 on them and we could not 
do fuck all on the offensive side of the ball last year. They haven't gotten better on that end. Last season, you could argue that that is the best Jared Goff is ever going to play in a season. I think you can make that argument. And if he has that season again, let's say he had what he had last year, is that enough to get them over the hump to 10 wins? I don't know. And you start off the season playing the Super Bowl champs. Not an easy way to kick it off if you're looking to win 10 games, quite frankly, especially when everyone's on you. I think what they they're up there with one of the most bet teams, if not the most bet teams for this season. But Vegas wins most of the time. And not just because of that, but I also don't see it just they're going to be electric to watch on offense. I think I think there's still going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I love Dan Campbell. I think if you win eight or nine games as a Lions fan, you know what? You probably take that. But getting to 10 wins, I just don't see it happening quite yet, especially when that defense is still as vulnerable as it is. And quite frankly, I don't think Jared Goff is going to do what he did last year. I think there's going to be some regression. So just all that combined, Lions under nine and a half. Um, Beautiful. I know, Jay, what I'm leaving with you. Yeah, nine and a half is a tough number. I didn't have them on my list. I still think the Lions will be good. My... I, I agree with some of what you said. Um, I, I that's another stay away for me personally. I, I don't think I I do I disagree. The biggest thing I disagree with you is I do think they've improved the defense. They're basically have a completely new secondary, um, and they took Cam Sutton from the Steelers, who was their our best corner last year, who's terrific. Um, so I and they I, their draft while it was weird, they also got Brian Branch, who I love as safety in the second round. So I do think the defense will be better. The offense should be just as good, if not better. If It feels like it'll be around 9 or 10, so that's a tough number. Um, so I don't think it's crazy, but I, I disagree with it. I wouldn't have it as one of my five. I, the yeah. only reason I say that, I agree in the sense of you, you, they added a couple pieces. As I, I mean, a couple pieces, especially some rookies. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to, it's not going to make much of a difference on the off defensive side of the ball. And I mean, granted, they took, uh, what's his face? Gibbs at 12, right? Great. I, I mean, I didn't think that was a great pick. I think he's a great player, but I mean, there's a lot more value that they could have used on the other side of the ball there. That part of oh. me with Jalen and I were fighting on draft night. Yeah, you lost me now, man. You almost, <laughs> you had me for a long time now. You disrespected the running so what back. If they draft, what if they drafted Christian Gonzalez instead? Like... Yeah, that's probably what I would have done. Man, I you think know. Jameer Gibbs was the perfect place at the perfect time. Mm. I agree with Colby. I think it's just going to be around. They're going to be a wild card team, I think. So it's like around at 9, 10. So it's kind of similar to the Jaguar situation, I feel. So it could, it could, it could go under, but I think it's going to be close. I, I was picking in a sense of value as well. So I don't think I'm going to be I'm going to be sweating that bet out, but I still think it happens. I think I think nine and a half is a lot of games at plus 100. You know, I think it's worth throwing some money on. All right, Jalen, I know you agree with them. I do. I do beautifully agree. I do agree with him, man. Um, Help us on the way, James. I'm not going to shoot. Don't worry. These guys, these guys are saying that you can take them to be a playoff team. Uh, the Lions are the Lions, guys. Come on. Like, like, come on. They won seven, six in a row, you know, and everyone wants to freak out. This is a new season. This is already a new season. 
you gotta you're, you're building off of very high expectations for these guys all right fresh start for everyone even for my team we get a new face on defense they get a new face they'll actually keep their old faces that's the one thing that probably will be challenging james is that they got a lot of consistency on their on their side that's probably the only thing that's going to challenge that besides that i agree with everything besides the running back as well uh, that you hurt my feelings on that one, but Jameer Gibbs is going to be electric. I do fear, I have more fear in Gibbs oh, yeah. right now than I do with Christian Gonzalez, just because Christian is in a great system in New England. I mean, that's a defensive minded, I mean, that's how you guys run things there. So he's already, he's fitting in perfectly in my eyes. Come on. I don't want him in, I don't want him in Detroit. Come on. Then I would have to be saying, fuck you to Christian every time he gets an interception. Now that's going to suck every two, well, two games this season. Every- I expect everyone to get Gonzalo jerseys. Like, what are we doing? I probably will, honestly. If you I were mean, a lion, you would not see me. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie either. It, is Dan Campbell actually a good head coach? Like, are we just going to accept the fact? I mean, he's, the team has improved. But I mean, I'm, what if they suck this year? Yeah. I mean, you know? good. I wouldn't say he's, he's definitely not great yet. But anyways. all right, into the third round. Start zipping through some of these picks a little bit, a little bit quicker. Yeah, um, I've got one. I've this, it is my turn, right? Yeah, you're good. up again. Um, don't love the value. Um, minus one forty two, not great, but I mean, I would be shocked. Um, Bucks under six and a half. Love that pick. That team is so bad. That team is so bad. Oh, I just, dude. That was an audible. I had I had a couple other teams on here, and I was looking at Fanduel, and I saw the six and a half. Oh my gosh! There's zero percent chance. That was me as well. I was scrolling. I was like, "There's no way this line is set at six and a half." You guys, yeah, you guys want to talk about the Colts and uh, Christian? What was the other team that you took that you thought the Broncos? Broncos. Bucks. The Bucks. You could even make a better argument for. I mean, if it's a QB battle between Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield, then we're you know we're already looking at maybe a four game win season at that so um just a lot of holes same thing that roster is not good um i don't think there's really a lot to be said yeah yeah i'm not gonna say much I, that's a great pick i completely agree with everything you said <laughs> low i think these bucks are gonna be scrapping with the nfc all the other nfc south teams they're all gonna probably have like seven wins come week 14 somehow all of them i'm, I'm telling you right now all of them are gonna have seven wins somehow by week 14 at least that's how gross is it is gonna be for them and the nfc um it's gonna start um let me just say man and let me guess seven's higher than six and a half last i checked like colby said so yeah. um gonna use your own phrase against you there uh <laughs> This is Baker Mayfield's last run, folks. All right. Everyone can agree on that. Obviously. This is his last chance of being a starter. And he gets four games before the bye week. Okay. If Baker Luke goes three and one, because I expect him to lose week one. But if he wakes up and feels dangerous for the rest of those three weeks, this guy going into the bye week can push off Kyle Trapp and keep on moving on. And he would already be halfway there almost. So. I'm just saying, these first you got four weeks before I ship my before I set sail on the on the bucks. No pun intended. I think Baker wins one game before the bye. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The the NFC South thing is the only argument. That's a fair point that it could just be super disgusting. But even then, 
I still don't think it's going to be them. But if you look at that division, they're clear cut the worst team. Like it's not even close. Like I How? think you could. Uh, you got I Super think... Bowl players all around on defense and offense Dude. still. Just because Tom Brady's not there. This is Baker Dude. Mayfield. All right. Do we have to? He, if I he wants picks to up dangerous, all he has to do yeah. is throw <laughs> the just... ball to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Sure, Gronk's not there. We saw Brady scr- struggle without Gronk. Who's going to throw right. it to them? Who's going to throw it to them? Baker. We got yeah, Baker, baby. Get the fuck out of here. He's got hey, the Jim, biggest chip you know, on his Jim, shoulder you know, this whole season. You know who else isn't there? Bruce Arians. How, how did uh, they look? I don't want to be mean to Todd Bowles because I think it's. I didn't think I thought it's cool that he got a second chance, but uh, he was clearly stepped down from Bruce Arians. Uh, when you look at what Bruce Arians did in the two years with Brady versus what Bowles did. Oh, offense, Colby, but I'll take a I'll take a, a redemption tour for uh, Todd Bowles because coming from you, your last redemption pick was Josh McDaniels. How did that go for you? Yeah, last I was season? wrong. I've admitted yeah. that. And this time, I'll put that. my dollars down for Todd Bowles. I mean, wasn't last Baker year Mayfield technically his redemption least. tour? Wasn't last year technically his redemption tour? If you really want to get technical with it, that was horrible. Yeah. But no. he also had Sam Darnold traded to him at the same time. He didn't no, have that. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know why we're still on this. That yeah. there's they're not they're not winning seven games. Yeah. All right, good. Get the hell out of here. Oh, uh, seven. <laughs> okay, you set me up. Me and Jalen have been having that argument all off season. All right, you set me. You set me up with a nice transition, though. It's funny that you mentioned Josh McDaniels because I'm going to keep the negative wave going with my next pick. I'm going to take the Raiders under six and a half. The Raiders are going to be terrible. Um, They're going to be horrible. Jimmy G is going to get hurt at some point because he's Jimmy G. And even with him, they're going to be bad. Um, Look, Aiden O'Connell, shout out to him. He went to Gabe's high school. That's cool that he he played football with Gabe and he he looks good in the preseason, rooting for him. But uh, they're bad. Their line isn't great. They still have the worst, probably the worst secondary in football. Uh, they're in the brutal AFC. They have, well, I guess they might have the third best quarterback in their division, depending on how you feel about Russ. But as far as the rest of the conference goes, it's ugly. They just don't have it. Their stars are already disgruntled and unhappy, Jacobs and Adams. Um, they're going to be horrible. I think it's a toss-up between Jimmy G and Russ, and we just know Jimmy's. if Jimmy gets a nice run of games, he's going to be hurt for like the next four anyways. And then where do you go from there? So I, don't, I got nothing else. I, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight, but they're they're bad. I do love Crosby, though. I love watching him play. He's an absolute beast. Don't be surprised if Aiden O'Connell goes at least six wins and challenges this game, Colby. He's going to make you sweat this take, I think, Aiden O'Connell. He's going to come in and fill for Jimmy G. He'll give you two wins, I think. I think we can see two wins out of Aiden O'Connell out of that preseason start. Also, I believe. Another thing, too, you don't have Shanahan drawing up plays for Jimmy G anymore. That's yeah. another thing. Like Mike McDaniels, great, great offensive coach. Um, I mean, he hasn't done it at the head coaching level yet either. So, And, yeah. Um, Jalen, I was going to say, is Aiden O'Connell, is he on the watch list to be the next guy to have a chance to get on the Jalen Mount Rushmore of gross quarterbacks that you love for some reason? It's not like, going to be gross. He's just going like, to be good. like Nick Mullins and uh, uh, I guess Heineke is like the best of the whole list. Who, who else? Uh, there's others. I don't want to go don't through. Don't forget Brock Purdy. He took won you for him in like a year or two. Brock Purdy's not in the same group as those it guys. Took you, it took you a minute to come around Brock Purdy. He's, oh, he, he did not. I have watched Brock Purdy play probably four times as many times as you have. 
So does it stop with this, Christian? What? Come on, Colby. I mean, uh, the thing about Aiden, o- Aiden oh, O'Connell, Jesus. the thing that I like the most about Aiden O'Connell is the fact that he played four years. The Steers looked comfortable in the system. Damn. Look at how he came out. He I'm looked pretty consistent. looked steady. He looked really steady out there. I'm, I'm a big believer in steady performances, okay? No, I think everyone is. So for this guy, like I said, he's good for two games. That's all you can ask for for a backup right now, especially when you have Jimmy G. So... Christian, you can quiet for a while. Uh, I mean, I just feel record of, I mean, Colby is the anti Brock Purdy. It's it just listen to the podcast, just listen, listen to the last eight weeks of the season, just just watch the progression. I've been honest and objective. I love Brock Purdy. I'm root for him. He's the greatest Iowa State quarterback of all time, unquestionably. He's the goat in Ames, without a doubt. Definitely a love-hate relationship that's finally been overcome. It's finally overcome. You did There's overcome. More hate this year. I believe it's been a great pre- It's been a great offseason, folks. I'm, now that I've lost the Trey Lance argument, yeah. I'm, there's no more hate. It's all love from here on out for me and Brock Purdy. <laughs> all right. Um, Jalen, you're on the clock. All right. So well, I'm in a great spot. Everybody's going with some uh unders here and everything pretty sure i'm the guy that's been keeping it optimistic so i guess i'll do it one last time uh my optimistic pick here is going to be the team that i've been also just harping and saying they're going to do it and we've been saying pounding the drum for this team literally pounds a drum when they do stuff go on the field and i'm going to go with the carolina panthers all right i'm going i've been saying this before i love where the defense is going i love the offensive players, they're trying to make it cushion. I mean, they got literally the most basic names around the, the oh God, get this name wrong. Bryce Young. Is it right, Colby? You got it right this <laughs> yeah, time? Bryce Young, yes. Okay. I always get them mixed up with Caleb Williams, everyone. That's why I had to pause for a second. But anyways, two completely different guys and Bryce Young and everything. He's got basic names all around, around him, like Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, and then just let's not forget they got on the defensive side a guy named Brian Burns who literally is trying to defend his celebration right now because people want to be Spider-Man all of a sudden. So what was the number? I'm going with the Carolina Panthers at over seven and a half wins. They're going to be right there leading the NFC South charge of disgustingness. I like that. Um, I absolutely love this pick (laughs) Carolina was pretty much a playoff team towards the end of last year I think they were right there they were right there you had Bryce Young a couple other moving parts Burns I know you and I talked about him in the past Jalen I really wanted the Patriots to trade for him this year or last year I'm all over it I love the Panthers this year I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division outright Christian, your boy's on the Panthers. What do you think? Yeah. I'm on the same wavelength. I mean, before I left from Colorado, I did put in a bet for Bryce Young, offensive rookie of the year. Even though I still think he's the most overrated Heisman winner of all time, I think he has the calibration to become, you know, the offensive rookie of the year. Um, but this Panthers team, I can see winning the division. I'm on the same with James. Like this team, it was there essentially at the end of last season. They got a little bit better, so. Um, and shout out Etor making a cameo on uh, Hard Knocks yesterday. That was pretty, pretty interesting. And you yeah, could, that's cool. And you could say that you could say they got a little bit better. They lost their best skill position and more this off season too. Yeah. 
So I'm a big I'm a big believer in Thielen being a great person for Bryce Young. I agree. I also got Andy Dalton as a great mentor for him too. That was a nice signing by them too. Andy Dalton. Get him in there. That's a forbidden name, sir. Please. That's your last hey, time no, you say it. Get it out of your system. Starter, Get it out of your yes. system. As a starter, yes. But as the mentor to a guy who's never played in the NFL before, you could could do a whole lot worse than Andy Dalton. Could do a whole lot worse. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, you bring Frank, Frank Reich in, too. You know, like, he's a good coach. My, my only like, concern is the lines and the weapons a little bit. I think it's possible he might be sweating it, but I still like the pick. All right, Christian, you got back-to-back. Ooh, man, I was sweating this one because this one's my second favorite one. I was thinking about taking it in that back-to-back one, but this one, I saw the line, and I I, I don't know how it got all the way down here. The freaking New Orleans Saints under nine and a half. I, like, (laughs) oh, my God. Dennis Allen, like, can you picture what Dennis Allen looks like in your head? Yeah, he's bad. He's bad at coaching. It's... So nine and a half. Are you? Why is the line there? Are, are we thinking jacked up Derek Carr is gonna take this team to ten wins? You mean to tell me the New Orleans Saints are projecting a double digit win? <laughs> that nine and a half. As you speak, and I'm betting this right now. <laughs> That's how you know it's a great pick, Christian. In the th- the last pick of the third round. That's a good value. I think it's a good pick. I stayed away from it just because the division, as we've said, I think they do have a chance to win the division. So who knows? But nine and a half is optimistic, certainly. So I'm not going to argue with you too much on that pick because I'm not a Dennis Allen guy. You can put that one on my tombstone. Oh, and I'm just not a Saints guy. I mean, I'll always stand by that and the bounty gate bullshit they did to my guy, Brett Favre. I mean... That should have been a Super Bowl for us. Anyways, Saints under nine and a half. I can always support Saints under any bullshit. So go ahead, uh, Christian. Go ahead. I mean, right. also, Kamara's going to get suspended, three too. Games. Yeah, he's got three games. You know, um, just they need to free Chris Olave. Poor guy. It's true. I agree with that. I cannot believe this one. Everyone loves the your third round pick, Christian. What you got next to start the fourth? Uh-oh. So, but for I will be parlaying that with the Broncos, like flying, like that's, 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 that is, that's that's good. Um, and then the next one, this one, another under. I'm I'm just all over the unders right now. This is, I mean, projected to be number one pick. Pew 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 pew. Under four and a half for the freaking Cardinals. What? Oh. <laughs> I was I was anticipating three and a half. Uh, four and a half. And you got Droppy Wood over there as your number one wide receiver. Yeah, good luck with that one, buddy. Um, and you got Colt McCoy starting. <laughs> so I don't see them. I barely see them winning two games here. So <laughs> lasers. I have no. I have no problem with that pick. I my one pushback would just be four and a half is just really low. And in the NFL, you just never know. Is it that? I mean, is it? Can he, even horrible, horrible teams scrap together five wins in 17 games. It's certainly possible. So that's why I, I didn't have it, but I may have no problem with the pick because they are going to be awful. I think they're just tanking for Caleb Williams at this point. I mean, just accept that fact and then have him yeah. and Murray duke it out next season. This one's already a wash, so. Yep. That is what I'm going to believe. We're going to do exactly what they did to Josh Rosen. 
All right. I think Jalen, you have any uh any complaints about that one? Uh man, not really. I think like <laughs> Colt McCoy is gonna get you two wins, not that not four. So yeah. that's about it. Okay. All right, Jalen, you're on the clock. Jalen has done all overs <laughs> and Christian and James have done all unders at this point in the draft. Thank you. Thank you. Very optimistic guy. But like I said, that was, in fact, the last one that was going to be an over. Um, it's time for me to start getting a little upsetty negative, folks. And one of the te- one of the teams I've been getting a lot of flack from, especially around my community at work and everything, it's the Bears. A lot of people still su- respect Justin Fields, and I have to remind them, this man only got five wins. And you expect him to get at least seven and a half? I'm going under with the Bears, despite the new weaponry and upgrades that he may be having, despite all that BS. I'm going to stand by my ground, and I'm going to say Bears under seven and a half. I'm going to take I, that pick to round it out. Yeah, I um, I think I like the Bears more than you. I disagree, but I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Eight wins is a lot for a guy for the team that once was the worst team last year, even though I think they have dramatically improved. But I'm a Fields guy. I'm gonna stick with him. I, if, now, if he bombs this year, I'll probably be out. But I'm, I'm gonna stick with him. I, I disagree. I think they'll be. I think they'll be eight nine wins this year. I like the Bears. This was a stay away for me. I, I couldn't. This this could go very both ways. I could see it go both ways. <laughs> if it goes bad this year. It's just gonna be like, why did we? Like, you're gonna look back and be like, why did I think the Bears were gonna get over seven and a half wins? And Justin Fields is gonna be in a conversation. Like, is he the guy? Like, did we just get hoodwinked again? No. Okay. Look. Set, look. Look. Let's just put this factor into the fact that they got on their line right now seven and a half. So let's just add that to his current record. He would be twelve in. <laughs> What do you lose 10 more games? He'd be 12 and 30. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's not a good and everyone's hyping him up to be an MVP caliber guy. It drives me insane, folks. I'm I'm sticking with the under. I'm sticking with the under. And I, I don't know what the odds are because I know the Bears are one of the most betted teams as well. Yeah, plus 100. I uh that's the exact reason I took it as well. I love that pick. Um, now this is a, this has come from a Fields guy. I, as you two know, I'm a I took Fields for my keeper. You know, I have a lot of stock in him. I this is an improvement year. This isn't. You think what we saw last year to this year? They were the worst team in the NFL last year. You think he's if Justin Fields is going to be responsible for another four or five wins solely this year with the rest of the team around him? That team is so bad. That team is so. Bad. Now he actually has DJ Moore to throw to. Um, Komet as well, that tight end. He's not bad. He's not bad. That you got a couple position players on that team. There, you know, you got some players, they're not bad. The rest of that team is horrible. I think Fields is gonna have a good year. I think they're gonna they I think you can make the argument for Fields to be the guy after this year. I don't think it's seven and a half over seven and a half wins worth of pure value. Even DJ Moore with an addition. There's promise, but not not this year. All right, fair. Hey, man, listen. If if I said the Bears are going to improve, they'll probably be awful. As Jalen and Christian, no, I couldn't pick a Bears game to save my life last year. It took me like 10 games into the season before I got one right. It was literally crazy. 
James. Won so much money off of you from you could have made, made so much money off Katie Cole. They would lose. <laughs> I pick against them, they would win. It was ridiculous. I'm pretty sure, like, I picked against them all three of their wins that they had, and I <laughs> And every time I would pick them, they obviously lost all those other games. It was brutal. <laughs> okay. Well, they know the they know the secret to success. They just need to use it now. Yeah. All right. So I was in kind of a moral quandary here with what to do with my fourth pick. But you know what? We were gracious hosts, James, and we, we let you have the first pick. So I'm going to be a little bit cold-blooded right now, and I hate to do this to you, but I'm going to take your boys from you. I got the Patriots over seven and a half. Um, I said after we did our season picks that I thought the Patriots record was our worst one, that uh, that was the one out of all the picks that we made I felt the worst about. Jalen and I argued about that a little bit. Um, the Patriots, they've got a real offensive coordinator. I don't think they're going to be great, I think. But seven and a half is low for a team that still is Bill Belichick. I think Mac Jones will be better in year three. Um, I said, I think they'll be eight, nine, probably around nine wins. If I had to put a gun to my head, I'd guess like nine and eight would be their record. Um, but seven and a half is too low. So I'm going to take the Pats over seven and a half. Love the silence from James. All right. I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and go with the uh, with the Colby, you're crazy standpoint here. This offense is going to be bread and butter. That is literally all they're going to be doing is what they know. It's going to be first and second down, run the ball. If it's going to be sec- third and four, then maybe you'll get a slant out of Mac Jones. Maybe. Um, I mean, shoot, you got Ezekiel Elliott now. They might be running it right up on third down as well. I wouldn't be surprised. But Bill O'Brien is supposed to give you guys some more offensive firepower, right, James? I mean, this defense is still going to hold up to its ground, right, James? I mean, the AFC East is still got great contenders, and it's just the quarterback we're concerned about, right, James? Even though they still haven't officially announced Mac Jones as the starter. And they have oh, Bailey Zappi running around. So it's fun. It's okay. I love that. I love the story, though. I love that narrative. I'll eat it up all day. Even, I don't even like anything the Patriots, to give those Patriot ridiculous. fans a little bit of a poke. Anything to give them a little bit of a poke. I love how they don't announce it. It's it's not as easy, but it will, offense, like I was saying, very. Why do they bread have and butter? Pass? They don't need to. No one is questioning it. All right, James, go ahead. Oh, I don't know if this mic might not be working. Yeah, right. no, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll step in. Um, no, Colby, I, I completely agree with you. Like, truly from the bottom of my head, I truly do believe with you. But as if Malik Cunningham is at center. That, <laughs> this, this is, I mean, Baltimore took the Patriots' best wide receiver, freaking Nelson Aguilar. So what what's the wide receiver depth chart in New England? I, I, I generally don't know. Is it? I can tell you it's Juju. It's oh not. God, the it is Juju. Oh my God! It is Juju. It is Juju. The playoffs, even. I just think seven and a half is pretty low. I just think they'll get right at seven. Like I, I, that's my. That's gonna be. They're a team that's on tie watch for sure. They're they're a team that's gonna get a tie oh, this well, year. That I agree with Bill. Bill on the hot seat. I don't think he should be. I think he's been on the hot seat. That's stupid. If he is, I don't think he should be though. Um. All right. <laughs> 
Oh, I can't believe we lost James right at this pick. That's no, I'm here. I'm oh, here. Oh, okay. I thought your mic wasn't working. All right. Oh, ahead. no. Oh, sorry. No, I just love the pick. That's it. <laughs> you don't want to retort to any of uh, the slander that they just endure, uh, had? I mean, no, it's ridiculous what Jalen's saying. But I could talk about the Patriots all afternoon. I'm not going to do it. So I love the pick. Appreciate it. I was sorry I had to do that to you, but I couldn't believe you didn't pick him yet. So I'm you better do it. I was going to take that next. Um, so I had to do another audible here. Um, <clears throat> uh, Seahawks over eight and a half wins. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the Seahawks this year. I love the Seahawks this year. Uh, that division is also bad. True. I'm not, I mean, I, that's really all I have to say about it. I'm, I'm putting the faith in, uh, in Geno Smith this year. Jeff, that's it. I, I thought they had a very great draft. I just think they're running more than eight and a half games easily. So I think that's a pretty good pick. I, I have I'm a little more nervous about Gino than you are, but otherwise I agree with everything you said. Yeah, their their roster is loaded at this point. And in that division, I think that's a pretty safe bet. That's a that's a solid value pick in the fourth round. Thank yeah, you. no arguments on that one. Uh Gino, I mean, I have my have my reservations about Gino, but the whole rest of the roster. I mean, Pete Carroll's cooking over there in Seattle. I just watch. I just witnessed them play a preseason game. That defense is death. Um, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a fun team to watch. It's just gonna be interesting to see Gino. I think that's always gonna be the question hanging above them. I disagree. Just the the statement said I'm putting my trust in Gino. That's what was the really just kill shot. I it gave me it was just tingly feeling. Mm, I don't like. He doesn't, need, doesn't need to do anything crazy. He needs to do what he did last year. Stick to the playbook. Take risks, but Dino. don't I, take risks, but don't be dumb. Yeah, It'll be fine. I agree with you on the on the not having the most faith in Gino Christian, but yeah, like James said, they have like a top five roster in the conference, probably pretty easily. So at this point, so like everything else, I don't really have any questions <laughs> besides Gino. I mean, they paid him, you know? I mean, he got his money. I, some guys, it just takes a little bit longer. I'm not saying he's going to be and have an MVP season. You know, he just needs to – it's a famous Patriot saying. He just needs to do his job, you know? Great He'll pick. be all right. And, you know, the Jets tried to steal that from the Patriots, too, in Hard Knocks. Awesome. I've watched the first episode of Hard Knocks last night. The guy's like, do your job. Don't do your job. Do your job better. Come on. Get a grip. They also- want to be us so bad. They haven't beaten the Patriots since the Obama administration. So. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolute <laughs> jokers. All right. Uh, we got four minutes on the meeting. James, go ahead and make your last pick. And then we'll hop over to the other one. Oh, there was the Seahawks. Um, I think that was it. Now you got one more. There's five. Oh, okay. Um, now, do you, all right. <laughs> he, he wasn't prepared. Do you want us to come back to you and you have the last pick? On the head, on the head, on the head, on the head. Okay, I'm going with the... I know, I'm just looking... Give me one second. New York Giants under seven and a half wins. Ooh, that was perfect. I'm on it. I love it. I love it. They had one good year. Daniel Jones gets paid. There's a lot of unrest in the locker room right now with Saquon and the running backs. Brian Dable. I mean, they. I, I think you got. You, he's a great coach. I think you can make the argument that they got worse overall this year, though. And under seven and a half. 
I'm taking that off the cuff right now. I I disagree. It's the NFC. I think the team is as good, if not better. They added Darren Waller. They drafted Jalen Hyatt in the third round. It was interesting, a receiver. I thought they had a great draft. That's the big thing. I love the um, the corner. I'm like Deontay Banks. I thought was a pretty nice prospect. They got in the first round. I love. Uh, they got John Michael Schmitz, the center from Minnesota, in the second round. And Hyatt is interesting. He's a burner. I think Daniel Jones will be better in the second year with Dayball in the NFC. It's gonna be tough in that division. That is a tough division. Um, I, I mean, I think they'll be around what they were last year. I'm not expecting a crazy leap or anything, but I would still take over seven and a half. Jim, well, the split vote. Christian agrees with him. I don't. Listen, man. The Giants were a playoff team last year. Uh, it's going to be really hard for them to take a step back, especially like you said, Colby. They're adding on pieces. They had a good draft. Dayball's coach of the year. Um, the only main thing is, is that yes, there's tension between Daniel Jones, but guess what? They did pay Saquon Barkley. Um, they got over that hurdle. They got a month to hash out anything in the locker room, you know, to figure it out. Kayvon Thibodeau is coming back off of an amazing rookie year. He's going to be a beast up front for the defensive line. He's going to cause problems. All right. Dexter Lawrence, let's not forget about that guy. I mean, he is literally a bowling ball, just like Rashad Gary for the Packers. Um, yeah, these guys, I mean, the defensive line for the Giants is really good, and it's something that's very significant in the league these days. Seven and a half is too low for me to say under. I think if anything, they would be at eight. So I would, I would easily say they would hit, that's their minimum too. That's why I feel like the floor for them is eight. So for me, it's over. All right. So James, a Christian, not on the Giants. Me and Jalen like him a little bit more. I also thought seven and a half was a little low. Okay. All right. I got the next pick. I'm kind of torn on two here because I have a pick that I feel like Christian's going to make with the last pick if I don't take it. But this is my last pick. I'm torn on which way to go here. But I guess I'll be positive. And I'll, I'll stand by my guns. And I'll say the Packers over seven and a half. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, oh, you want to go? Oh, we're going that's to go. not even I the one I thought. Go, folks. Nick Christian. Wow. Because there was another one that I was looking at. Okay. We'll save that for then. Um, the Packers, seven and a half. Look, man, it's the Packers are historically a very well run organization. I've liked their, I like their draft. I think they've improved the weapons around Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers was not very good last year. So I think it's very possible for Jordan Love to replicate what he did last year and get them over seven and a half wins. Um, I think people are sleeping on Jordan Love a little bit. Jalen and Gabe are all just like, oh, the Packers, oh, we're going to just roll through them, no problem. They're going to be the bottom feeder of the division, which they could come in last and still hit the over on seven and a half. But the Packers are getting a little bit of disrespect right now. They still have a good roster, a good coach. I'm a more of a Jordan Love believer than most. I feel like at this point, maybe that's stupid, but we'll find out. I like the Packers over seven and a half. Your mistake is that you haven't found out. This man has played games in the NFL. You had your chance sure. to have your opinion. Yeah, he did terrible. You're right. He, he, Not he, uh, in the last one. He played pretty good against the Philadelphia Eagles. And how were they this year? Hmm, pretty good. In very high register. Anyways, anywho. The Packers, man, 
Matt LaFleur is a fraud. Uh, I think we're going to see it through and through and everything. This offense is going to be exposed. They don't have a reliable pass game to help their run game. Because guess what? Now it's the other way around. Now it's going to be the run game. It's got to help the pass game because they got this guy who isn't the best quarterback. We've seen, I mean, yes, it's only one preseason game, but I'm right there with – the takes of he missed that third down tight end. He missed a third down tight end. Also, was very like, good. Third and four. That one bad throw. Oh, who cares, man? This is preseason. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't say that, of course. But um, I just think, man, Jordan Love, I, Colby, obviously, I'm going to say we need to catch a break and everything, but I just don't see that same flash in the pan that we usually see up in Green Bay. I mean, it's just going to be so dull. And everyone's saying that the defense needs to step up. The defense did pretty solid near the end of the season to help carry that Packers team and make a playoff push. All right? People forget that. The defense did rally together at the end of the season. If anything, the question was the offense and Rodgers still trying to hit up the receivers. I think the question is still going to be the Packers' offense. So, I, and that – you know, defense getting older. I'm sure you got Luke Musgrove, right? Or Musgrave. I forgot how to pronounce it. He's probably going to be the one person that I think could help Jordan Love prove his case just because it's nice to have a nice, reliable tight end. But besides that, I just don't have it, Colby. I don't see it. I'm going to be happy to not see it. State receiver. I mean, it's fair. I knew you would disagree. But look, man, yeah. I'm not saying, you said they're not going to be the Packers of old i agree with that i'm not picking them to do anything but i just think seven and a half is low it's the floor you're gonna see it you're gonna see the packers hit the little floor i know christian is with me yeah i agree with you i think they get eight that's what i'm (laughs) with them i think they get i'm not expecting this to be like a runaway like they'll get 10 or 11 but i think they'll easily get eight or nine yep i'm agreeing with you colby James? It's going to be close, like you said. I'm just curious to see. I, I don't think it's fair, the label that Jalen's already put on. Um, what's his face? Jordan Love. <laughs> I, I'd i like to see him play. I'd like to see him play a little bit. He really hasn't gotten a full run yet, yeah. Jalen. I mean, come on. The games, Does he get- in, the games he's been in either have been like with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers was hurt or because it was like a meaningless game at the end of the season. It's not like he's ever been prepped like as like the guy in like a real whole season. I'm just yeah, I'm just curious to see if you, you can right. I'm just curious to see if you can actually get you to eight games. You know, we'll yeah. find out. I, I think it's gonna be close. Fair take. All right, two more picks, Jalen, and then Christian has the last pick after. What's your last pick? All right, let's see here. I've been doing pretty well today. I would like to say, not trying to brag or nothing. But this is going to be this. These I have two more remaining because I did make a whole board just because, you know, guys like to steal picks and everything. Right. Um, we got two. I got two remaining and I'm going to see if one of them remains on the board. I'm going to leave the low band fruit for my Baltimore friend. If he takes it, I don't know if he will. Can you get a sign if he is or not by chance? OK, I'll, I'll take that. I'm going with my other favorite pick, Ben. I'm going to Dallas. Um, and I'm going to say that they have a number at nine and a half, folks, that I don't think they're going to hit. Oh, I'm going oh. under on Dak Prescott this ah. year. Last season, I was very, I was pretty big of a supporter for him last season. 
taking the step off the gas. I have a lot of questions about Mike McCarthy becoming the play caller for the Dallas Cowboys. This seems like a last ditch effort that I'm not going to like, I feel like, but I do like the defense. Don't get me wrong. Wow. That is not the direction I thought you would go. Um, I agree with you about the McCarthy thing. Totally. And I think they could take a step back, but they're, they're too talented for me to say that's a good pick. I still think they're going to be 10 wins in the NFC. Like they still have a pretty loaded roster. It's a spicy take. I like it. I like a spicy take. <laughs> oh, I'm with, okay. Col- I'm with Colby. I just don't think there's any way in hell they don't get to. They're they're too good. They're too good on paper. I'm not a big Dak fan, but <laughs> I mean, he's not a lot better than your guy who's throwing, and we picked them to go a little bit higher. So, <laughs> I haven't know. heard Kirk Cousins throw three interceptions during training camp and everything. We don't hear teams calling Kirk Cousins training camp. I'm not. Buying we don't hear. We stock. don't hear. We don't hear our fellow players call Kirk Cousins slightly, a name. Slightly better. Maybe. All right. Kirk Cousins. All right. There's a different, he's already in a different class. Cowboys are addicted to losing in the divisional round, though. And to get to the divisional round, they got to win more than nine games, nine and a half games, most likely. But I don't even know. I like the, I like the spice. I, that's fair. I have to make the mistake. All right, Christian, take us home. Last pick of the draft. I'm between two. I'm between two. Um, and, One's going to be more of a sweat than the other just because of their division. But the one that I'm going to go with, and I'm sticking with the under train the entire way through. All unders, wow. All unders. The Cleveland Browns at under nine and a half. Great pick. Um, a little too pick. rich for them, for them to get ten. That I'm about to end it there because, I mean – 10 wins. Are they really banking on 10 wins? Especially in that division. Especially in that conference. Mm, not not, not sold. So I'll be taking the under 9.5. Um, honorable mention, the one I was torn on. This one would be a real sweat, I think. But the Tennessee Titans under 7.5 with that garbage-ass team. That's good. I don't, I mean, no notes, Christian. I think that's a fantastic pick. Yeah, the Browns aren't getting to – listen, to quote former Steeler Juju Smith-Schuster, even though it did backfire the year he said this, the Browns is the Browns. Come on. They're not getting the 10 wins. Stop it. They're in that division, no way. Great pick. Um, I'm not saying I like the Browns. I'm not picking them. <laughs> But, you know, we're talking about teams that are getting a little bit too much hype that are kind of getting slept on. They have a pretty good roster. They have a pretty good roster. Their defense is good. They have the best running back in the league, in my opinion. And if Deshaun could actually maybe learn how to throw a football again, I would I would give them an outside look to reach that number. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if it did either. Everything clicked. Guys, I've been saying this. I've been saying that the Cleveland are going to be the ankle biters of the AFC North. 
they are going to give you guys. I've agreed with everything. Hard they're going to fight ten win, ten ankle. They're going to fight ten. They are going. They are going to do. We've said everyone's been saying how much of the AFC North, AFC in general, is going to be a gauntlet. How all of it, we've been saying today how all of these teams. We've been defending the Jets at nine and a half. We've been defending the Jaguars at nine and a half. We've been defending the Steelers at eight and a half. You're telling me, dude, the AFC is going to be a gauntlet. And let me just say, just they're going to be, they're going to be there. Their Everything main won. purpose this season, I'm telling you right now, their goal is going to be to steal games every, at least one from each and say every single one of you, just to piss you off. I know you know it, and we know it is that I'm they're saying, coming in for one game. Win. They're coming up I'm for one game against you guys. At least there's going to be, you guys are going to have two. Yeah, I play two against them. And yeah. they do have a great defense. They beat they're one in they're one in five against the Bengals the last three seasons since Joe Burrow showed up. So they're not Listen, a joke. Defense is not great. It's fine. Miles Garrett is great. I wouldn't say it's a great defense. It's Kevin Good. Stefanski cooking. That's what it is. He's and literally he's, got a, had a worse record ever since you go year since his first year. Well, guess what, Colby? He's got a new guy that could bring him back up. All right. They, he's got a full season, just like how you brought up the argument of how that quarterback, I've heard, forgot his name. He's a full season. Oh, Jordan. Oh, that's right. Jordan Love. That's there we fair. go. You, no, he needs a full fair. season. Same thing with Deshaun under Stefanski. He needs a full season as well. And by the way, James, right there with you with the Nick Chubb thing, as you guys all know, I am the proud owner of the fantasy team name, Feeling Your Chubbs. So we are right there. The other pick, Christian, that I almost made, that I thought you were going to make, uh, was the other Ohio team, the Bengals, under 11 and a half. I almost, I, I, uh, I, 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 I almost did it. it. It was tickling me. It was tickling me. In the 11, I thought that was the easier one, the Jews. Nah. And I respect the Bengals more than Christian does for what they've done with Burrow. But 11 and a half with Burrow having a calf is is a – very optimistic in this in a division that's better. I think they get there. I think you guys are just being biased fans. I think they 12, get to 12. They, 12? They, they win no. 11 and 6. They could go 11 and 6, win the division, and that's still the under. Like 12 wins is I give them 12. I give them 12. Not division. I think it's coming from two biased Steelers and Raven supporters sitting over there. <laughs> and Look, the the reason why okay. they have been to the Super Bowl while you guys have done that's fuck all. True. I still, I'm not. They could win the division got, at eleven and six. Like yeah, I'm they not, almost lost to Tyler Huntley. They can have, they can, they can have their Mickey Mouse JFC Championship ring. Go ahead, have fun with that. I'm, hey, listen. Out of the two of us, I'm a much more fair to the Bengals than Christian. You can. That's a fact. But that's freaking horrible. Yeah. Just saying, just toss mean, it out there. Fair point. <laughs> Almost lost to a freaking Tyler Huntley freaking goal line stand. Also, a bunch of freaking clouds. They also, yeah, you know, Cincinnati they was the other team on my board. They're still a great team. They're one of the five best teams in the league, probably. But 11, maybe. But 11 and a half. Is a lot of wins. It is a lot, <laughs> and I think they get there. <laughs> okay, before we go, um, we got some great props. J- uh, James, I know you got some. Jalen, you said you had some as well. So, um, so wait, who you want to do the player ones first, or or the other? Uh, James, you said you had the divisions. 
Yeah, I'm just going to dump really quickly. It's not too many. Um, I don't know where they're at now. I have the Vikings winning the division at plus 310. Uh, absolutely love that. Love that value there. Uh, Seahawks winning their division at plus 260 um, for the argument that I made earlier. And with their win totals, um, we talked about my unders. I have Nick Chubb uh, with the regular season rushing title uh, for the most yards, mm-hmm. uh, plus 500. Um, I think he's the favorite, but uh, I'm taking that for plus 500. I think the only other person who can maybe do it is Derrick Henry. And he's on the wrong side of the running back age, Jalen. I know you hate to hear it. Um, And he was hurt a decent amount of last season as well. So I like Nick Chubb again there. Um, Mark Andrews, over 800.5 receiving yards. I think he is going to get a lot more attention this year with Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham. And we've known this. Lamar loves he loves he loves Andrews, and he's going to be a safety blanket all the time and in the red zone. So over eight hundred point five yards minus one twelve, please. Uh, my last one: Mac Jones over nineteen and a half touchdowns thrown this season. Um, he did it more. He did it in his rookie year. He got like twenty four. I think he barely missed out last season. He was at like sixteen or seventeen. Brand new. We actually have an OC now. So, you know, those times when we actually did make it to the red zone every once in a while last season, I think we're going to convert a lot more of those. Um, and the while the receiving depth isn't great, we do have Gasecki, who's practically a receiver, did get hurt. Hunter Henry, who is Max's favorite target in the red zone. Uh, Taekwon Thurman, um, Juju, Devontae Parker, uh, I think we'll be okay with Zeke and Stevenson backing them up as well. The offense is just going to be better. I think Mac gets to 20. What is it? Is it 20 and a half? Let me look one more time. 19 and a half. Yeah. Mac gets to 20 touchdowns. I like I like all of those. I think that's that's some great stuff. That's very good stuff there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad Mac Jones bounced back. I I mean I don't think he's gonna do anything crazy. Oh no. I think he'll be no. He'll be fine. We'll be in wild card contention this year. And Mac will be a competent NFL quarterback. Well, that is that is a good take. I'm not going to disagree with Bill O'Brien adding on to Mac getting his attack back. Um, since you did a quick dump, James didn't offend me when you mentioned Derrick Henry because I pretty much had many categories for my player props. Okay. And when I did the running category, I was not uh, – I was very hesitant on J- on putting Derrick Henry in there and his over-under yards. Anyways, that's what I was looking at, though, for this. And I was mostly looking at – for rushing categories, I was looking at yards. And for me, these are the ones that caught my eye. I'm going to dump them like you did, James. Damian Pierce, over 850. Smash that. I don't know what the odds are, but I love it to smash it. He's getting a rookie quarterback and he had a great rookie season. They're going to rely on him. I don't know why it's only at 850. Um, Alexander Madison, big number. Here we go, folks. 900. Guess what? Smash it. I'm going to say smash it. That's an over easily. Madison, as we were talking about earlier, he's got great potential. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. And then the last running back on here is going to be Brian Robinson at only 725. That's a that's an over when you have Eric Bieniemy 
your offensive coordinator who is known for creating great run schemes. That is an easy smash. Um, <clears throat> my only under here, folks, though, it's going to be a quarterback. And it's going to be Daniel Jones. I'm going to say under 550, which is the lowest number on here. And only because I think Daniel Jones is going to have to turn into the pass game at some point. Has to. All right. Now moving on to stuff that people probably find more interesting in the passing game. We got Kenny Pickett to start it off with 17 and a half touchdowns. Colby, I made fun of you about Matt Canada earlier. A 17 and a half in my eyes is too low. He will. Uh, that's an easy one for me. That's, that's an lot. easy over. Love it. All right. Um, that yes, that's an, I was about to say that one is too low in my opinion. Jordan Love, though, on the other hand, that's an easy <laughs> under 21 and a half touchdowns for Jordan Love. Come on, folks. Yeah. You're asking you're just telling me that this guy is going to get two touchdowns a game at least. <laughs> No, I'm telling you right that. I'm going to tell you right now. No. Um, want to know why? Is because the number after this made me, it's like, oh, really? Only 14 and a half? Yeah, only 14 and a half for Desmond Ritter. Imagine that. That's only, especially when you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, especially now that he's a little bit on the hot seat. Everyone's calling him a bust lately. James, I saw that look. I said it right away. He, oh, Christian's got a box. But I'm going to go ahead, and by last but not least, it's going to be Tua, 25 and a half, easily over. Everyone's doubting the man. Including me. I'm doubting him. Yeah. Those are interesting. So yeah. I like those. Those are the ones that I had for my player player dump. I think, Jalen, I think you and I are about the uh, biggest fans. Desmond Ritter out there. It doesn't. I don't think there's too many people uh, around in the wagons for him. But you know what? We are. So... I believe. Go. Well, yeah, that that is all I had. That was that was the little player dump. I did have more, but I just man, that was about it. Kind of got tired of talking. <laughs> That's some good stuff. Oh, it looks like Christian's trying to come back in right at the end. That's some very good stuff. I, I like a lot of those props. I think you could make some money if you listen to this. It's certainly possible. Hopefully, right. that'd be cool. Oh, there he is. All right, right, just in time for, for the end. <laughs> I love it. This was a great one, boys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, great time. Hopefully, I uh, picked all winners here. I know. I my favorite I... moment was of the whole draft was when uh, Christian said the Saints nine under nine and a half, and James said, "I'm going to bet that right now." <laughs> it just seemed too easy. <laughs> yeah. Some some of these teams have been just getting some weird trends too lately. It's the crazy thing. All right, Shane. You know what's to do. Yeah. It is that time, folks. Christian, it looks like your laptop gave up on us. And that means the hours are getting late out east as we're getting closer to 10 o'clock. So here we go. It's time, folks, for these final thoughts. Christian, you are on the on the device. You're on the table. Let's go ahead and get you going, bud. All right. So with um, my player props, um, I'm going with Madden Curse, uh, Josh Allen, under 31 and a half TDs and under 4,150 uh, 4, and a half yards for the Madden Curse mm. to hit. Um, and then to give everyone a sneak peek that it's coming up, there's two. 
I already have two. I am already locking in. And that will be Odell Beckham Jr. for a touchdown week one. And Calvin Ridley touchdown. So those two are locked in there. So do. So I'm still picking up the third one, but oh, I wanted to give everyone a sneak peek. Wow. A preview of the do list. Love that was that. I did not expect that. That was phenomenal. Hmm. It's going to be great. Week one's going to be amazing. A little sneak peek already. Week one's going to be amazing. James, Colby, you guys are going to need to bring some segments to the table for the pickums. That's all I'm saying. Right. It's going to be great. I can't wait. James, what are your final thoughts, buddy? Guess our guest, our other guest of the day. No. No, thanks for having me. And, you know, just kind of the same sentiment. I'm I'm ready to actually get the season started to see um see how well we actually did. You know, I'm really curious now. Ah, oh, James. We love it, James. Thank you. We love having you on. Cole, yeah. final thoughts, my guy. You get right, you go ahead. I'm gonna make a final thought, part two of my final thought from last time, because there was some news on it. As I said. Last time we were on here, Jalen, my final thought was about the WNBA and the need to expand because of all the talent. And they were in the City of Champions in Denver uh, just this week to scout it out. It's looking like a spot for a potential expansion team. So I just kind of wanted to follow up on that. I think it's pretty cool. Um, Women's basketball has definitely never been better. So that's cool. And also, if there is a Denver expansion team, they should should get it in the writing that they automatically get the draft rights to Jokic's daughter if she ever uh, decides to play basketball and goes to the league. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Jokic, Colby, because uh, okay, I was about to say, Colby, I'm glad you mentioned Jokic because that man has won another horse race, and that is my <laughs> final thought because Aaron Gordon shared it. This man loves horse races. This dude loves winning horse races more than he loves playing basketball. It's going to be very interesting to see if the Nuggets can uh, repeat the success that they have. But we do have one more final thought, yeah. a bonus final thought. Christian, go ahead and take it I away. Have, I have a bonus final thought, and this message goes out to Cole. If you are listening to um this podcast, I can't wait to kick you out Sunday morning if you don't do your Waffle House Challenge. That is just my final thought, Commissioner out. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Well, there you go, folks. As a fantasy representative of the of the league, the commissioner right there just avoided a tough question that was going to be in an interview. But so, all who's I the have replacement? To say, who's the replacement? Well, 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 save that for my interview, sir. Save it that would, for my interview. I, I would, I would give you a sneak peek, but um, Kobe doesn't have an iPhone, so it's not Kobe. <laughs> all right that's what i say. save it for the interview commissioner save it for our interview that's all i can say because everything on this episode so far has been some good stuff thank you for listening to the cj jc show whenever you want more biased takes go on over to our social media pages spotify or wherever you can probably find a podcast if we have it up and if we do thank you for following us on social media. And then besides that, have a good one, y'all.